Studies quoted by the Wall Street Journal confirm that as much as 70% of family wealth is lost by the second generation. And 90% of family wealth is lost by the third generation. That makes me think, why? Why does this happen? Why does it seem like the, the, the generation that's wealthy cannot pass on to the next generation and the next generation? One of the reasons that I came up with is the lack of education. Another study based on survey data from the Federal Reserve and the National Longitudinal Survey, they found that one third of years add negative savings within two years of receiving uh, money or financial gift. No savings at all, like negative. Which means that the hearers, they they inherited the money without good, solid, educational, financial education to help them make wise decisions. Looking at the numbers, right? 78% of the next generation, they are not financially responsible enough to handle inheritance. No wonder a lot of wealthy people these days, they are sworn that they will not leave their inheritance for their children. Why? Because they believe that leaving them so much money will actually destroy them rather than make them. And there seems to be evidence of such pessimism. It takes an average of 19 days for the recipient of an inheritance to buy a new car, according to Dr. Makani. So when we're discussing the issue of inheritance and inherited wealth, I think it boils down to education. What education are we giving to our children? Even when we don't have so so much, I believe we can educate our children on proper financial planning, proper financial management. Think about it. When money comes into their hands, even as young as five, six, seven years old, usually what they think about is to spend it all on toys. How about if we start early teaching them that it's not all about what you want. You have to think about the future. You have to think about when it's no longer possible for this kind of money to come into your hands. You have to manage well in order to enjoy long. You have to put money into different boxes, right? You have to establish a system for saving money, no matter how little the money is. You see, it's all about the habit, not the amount. And I've heard this a lot, but 
the picture wasn't clear to me until I realized the power of compound interest. So I think it's critically important to not only give to our children, but to teach our children how to keep a percentage of what they earn, whether it's a gift or it's a earning, whatever comes into our hands. When we teach our children today that all they're getting is a gift of $20 or $100, whatever the currency is in your country, when we teach them to keep a portion of what they receive, the ha- it becomes an habit that when they get or earn or receive something greater, they will still continue in the habit. Remember, the Bible says, train up a child in the way that he should go, and when he's old, he will not depart from it. It's not just about morals or spiritual laws alone. I believe it also boils down to finances. It's very hard for me today to not do certain things, to not put certain amount of money away because it's an habit that I've developed over the years. And I want you also to see it this way. Let's not think about today alone. Let's think about generations after us and how we are preparing them for transition. How we are preparing our family for generational wealth so that we do not join the statistics of those that never retain it for the next or the third and second generation that all the money is gone. But we are different. We are pace setters, remember? We are building a culture of pace setters. And as pace setters, this is what we do. We teach our children financial principles. It's part of what we do. We teach them how to save money. And we, we, we drill it down so much in them that they don't depart from it. And they teach it. They carry it on. They teach the next generation. That's who we are. We are pace setters. We are not just continuing what we've been handed over that has not been serving us. We are drawing a new line. How we're saying it's, poverty stops here. We, wealth starts with me and my family. And it goes on beyond me and my family. It goes on to the second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, all generations down. They will never have to go back to poverty because we are establishing a different line. We are not only giving, but we are educating. We are serving the next generation with proper education. That will go on beyond us. That's who we are. That's what we do. We are pace setters. One of the major reasons why generational wealth doesn't happen or doesn't last is because of failure to prepare the next generation for success. There's a preparation that goes with it. We have to prepare them to receive the inheritance. 
We have to prepare them to have and to hold. We have to bring them in into the culture of not spending it all. We have to kind of drill it into their system to think long-term as opposed to short-term. A short-term thinker would think, oh, I have all this money today. I'm going to buy a new house. I'm going to buy a new car. I'm going to buy a new toy. And um, whatever is left, I'm going to put in savings account. No. If you're not careful, nothing will be left. There's going to always be something that you want. However, when we have the long-term thinking mentality, we are thinking in terms of percentages. No matter what comes into my hands, 10% is savings. No matter what comes into my hands, 30% is savings. No matter what comes into my hands, 50% is savings. That is it. Whatever the percentage is for you, depending on what level you are, if you have $10, that percentage goes into savings. When you have $10 million, that percentage goes into savings. And that percentage would never go down, but, but it can go up, right? I think that's the way it should be. That we teach our children strong financial management skills and also we teach them to think long term. We teach them to understand the importance of delayed gratification. Yes, you may not be popular. Yes, you may not wear the, 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 the latest designer in town. But you will wear quality clothing, right? And that's the most important that your skin is covered and you're not freezing. And what you're wearing is quality. It may not be in vogue. It may not be the trendy one, but it's quality. That's important. That's it. Because that is what's within your bucket of spending. And I'm not really talking about, you know, budgeting per se, because budgeting is more like, oh, I use this for this. I use this for that. I'm just thinking I'm speaking in terms of percentages and systems, right? What is critically important for today and tomorrow? It's a habit of savings, right? Remember the wise man in the Bible built his house upon a rock. It is foolishness to spend it all. To spend all your money is absolutely foolishness. To me, it is wisdom to prepare your meal, like the hands, right? In the book of Proverbs, the Bible talks about the hands that they prepare their meal in the summer. It is wisdom to put things together whenever you have it because life is in seasons. There's going to be a season that you'll be old. There's going to be a season that you're young. And what should you be doing, right? So, Let's leave a legacy of strong financial education for our children. We are pace setters. We set the pace. We run the race. We set the pace for perpetual wealth building. We're passing on money plus knowledge. 
We're passing on family mission, family values, family business. We are pace setters. We pass along family tradition. This is how we do it. We're passing along family memories. That's why we value spending quality time with our children and our grandchildren. That's who we are. We are pace setters. In our family, we have financial foundation. And most of us may come out of places where there was no financial foundation. You wanted to start your business, you had to start from from scratch, like from the beginning. You had to borrow some money, you had to start saving and building up savings, and it took you some time. But from now on, you are determined that yes, Starting from me, there's going to be some financial foundation for my family. We're going to have family fund. We have savings. We have protection for our family. We pray nothing happened, but God's wisdom also helps us to put protection in place. The Bible promise that 120 shall be our years, Right? That doesn't mean we should not have life insurance. We put in protection in place for our family. In case death come earlier than we imagine. We're living an education about great positive money habits that will serve us long term. Savings is a good money habit that will serve you long term. We are pay setters. In our families, we cherish leadership. We believe that everyone is called to be a leader over his or her assignment. And as a leader over your assignment, we, we identify that each person has unique ability. Each person has a divine capability that God has given to him or her to serve the world with. And we are always learning and growing, serving and nurturing our gift. We are pace setters. We believe in setting money apart for opportunities. We invest in human capital. That's who we are. We are pace setters. You've heard the parable that the wise man never built his house upon a sand. When you do not have strong financial habits, when you do not have any life assurance, you do not have any protection, you are building your house upon a sand. When the rain falls and flood comes, the house will blow up and crash down. There will be a disaster. That's in Matthew chapter 7, verse 27. I believe the same thing is true for our financial house because... Yes, it's like a house. 
You have to start from the beginning. You have to start saving money. You have to start building layer upon layer, bricks, roof, structure, a system. And it must be built on a solid foundation. And it begins, that solid foundation begins with the habit of savings. In order to have this habit, you may want to consider a system that will help you have this habit or that will encourage you to have this habit. There is a system of all life insurance with cash value. I call it a system because your money is not gone. Your money is going into investments and you're earning interest every day. Your money is serving multiple purposes. When you put it in all life insurance, the kind that I put my money into, not just any kind of old life insurance, the kind that I work with my team to put together for my family, for which you can benefit as well, is the type that allows you a system to put money away. Imagine you put $250 away every month, beginning at age 30. When you become 90 years old, as opposed to getting that $3,000 a year multiplied by 60, which ideally should be... Um, let's see, a hundred and eighty thousand dollars. In case, let's say you even have the absolute discipline to put away three thousand dollar a year to fifty dollar a month for sixty years for the next sixty years of your life. And right now you're thirty years old, right? When you become ninety years old, in your savings account, that money will be one hundred and eighty thousand dollar or less. Because you have to pay taxes on it when you put it in your savings account. Right? But put the same money away in your whole life insurance. When you become 90 years old, that money would have grown to become about $3 million that benefit. So then, is it worth it? Is it worth it that when you pass on, that you leave behind money, millions of dollars, plus the knowledge that you've been sharing with your children, that you will begin sharing with your children from today if you have not been doing so? Does it worth it that you don't have to start from the beginning? What is that worth to you that the next generation have money in a family fund to fall back on, to take advantage of opportunities for them to build their life, to build their business, to start their home that you didn't have access to, that nobody built for you, that the next generation don't have to suffer, 
that the next generation do not have to start from the beginning. That they have something to fall back on to make their life easier. What is it worth to you? That is my question to you. What is it worth to you to establish a family fund? All life premiums are completely different. They are a system for you to consistently put money away for you in case there comes an opportunity that you must take advantage of. And for your family, if you never need it at all, you're building an asset for your family and you're building a strong foundation. And this is not for everybody. Some people say, oh yeah, it's too expensive. I can't afford that right now. This message is for pay setters. It's for people that have made up their mind that they will be different. They will think differently. And that because of them, their old generation will be blessed. Those are pay setters. I hope you found value in what I've shared with you today. To find, to find out more about generational wealth strategies, reach out to me on my phone number, 301-237-7166. Stay blessed. Or you can reach me on oluwashiongbemigun.com. Bye for now.